Hey there, Scuttlebuds. We got a great show for you this week. Well, Mike and I do. Kathy's not here. Surprise. Mike brought toys into the studio, and I don't know how I feel about that. We're going to run that 5K. I mean it. Really, we're going to do that. How you doing with your social media addiction? I quit. You should quit. We'll talk about it. Tis the season to start some gardening. Also, we got to deal with those allergies. But is that as bad as what other people around the country have to deal with? Okay. You ready to do this? We're hanging. Small Town Scuttlebutt, brought to you by ParkStreetBooks.com and Mario's Lawn Care. Also, don't forget Royal Pizza, best pizza in town. Small Town Scuttlebots. Who cares about expiration dates? I know, but you got to be careful, Rick. That's how I got thrown out of Stop and Shop. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, hey, everybody. This is another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. I am one of the hosts. I'll go by the name of Rick Fink Jr. The guy across the table goes by the name of Fire Hydrant Mike. That's me. That's Fire Hydrant Mike. Unfortunately, Kathy Ferris is not here because she's taking a Moderna nap. Yeah. That's a euphemism for uh, getting all fritzy or whatever's happening. Fritzy? Yeah, you know, all those side effect things that happen after that second Moderna shot. She's experiencing them as we speak. So we wish her well. Yeah. Feel better, Kathy. You know what? By the time you're hearing this, Kathy, I bet you're up and at them and doing all kinds of great things about the community. Rick, how did your um, your second shot go? You got the Pfizer one, right? Yeah, I got the good stuff, the Pfizer. I thought, ooh, this is easy. And and when you were getting your first one, your your comment was, I'm going to crush it. Yeah, yeah. How'd it go? Well, the confidence was based on the product that I was going to be injected into my body versus yours. Yeah. Because Moderna had the side effect concerns, whereas Pfizer not as much. But I'll tell you, I did get that head fog. Mm-hmm. They have you sit down 15 minutes, make sure nothing happens, right? Sure. I got in my car. Now, I had to go up to Cambridge, Mass. to get mine, which is about... A good 40-minute drive. Name drop. Yep. I went to the People's Republic of Cambridge, Mm -hmm. about 40 minutes away. I sit in the waiting room after I get my shot for 15 minutes, just reading the news on my phone. I feel good, and I get up, and I leave. About 20 minutes later, I'm on 95 North. I I got on 95 North. I'm supposed to be going south, and I didn't realize it until about 20 minutes into the drive. I don't think you can blame that brain fog on the shot when you were leaving that closely afterwards. Well, I am going to blame the shot because I never do something so stupid. Right. Also, later that day, I come home. I grab a seltzer, a a can of seltzer water out of the fridge. And as I'm shutting the refrigerator door, I see a container of orange juice. So what do I do? I start shaking the can. I did that little, I'm looking at orange juice and I'm shaking, (laughs) not the orange juice, but it's sort of like when you pour orange juice into your coffee in the morning. You ever do that? I've done that. I haven't done that. I did put salt in my coffee once, though, mm. on accident. Mm-hmm. That was not good. Yeah. Um, the night ended with me just feeling like my legs started feeling like jelly, mm-hmm. and I just had to go to bed, and I passed out for 13 hours. That's an exciting story. I didn't even sleep. Okay, I did a 48-hour dance marathon in college. I didn't even sleep for 13 hours then. And you called Kathy last week. You called her a Sally after her first shot. Mm -hmm. You slept 13 hours after your... That's unnecessary. I was rewarding myself. Oh, okay. Let's change the subject. Yeah, so Kathy, I hope Kathy feels better. I'm sure she's going through more than just taking the wrong turn on 
on the highway like me. She's probably yeah. in some degree of suffering, and we wish her well. Now, I'm going to draw my attention to something you brought, Mike. What, you brought oh, yeah. toys. What? What is this? Um, so I was sent to Target today to pick up a few items that we needed. I'm not used to going to Target in the middle of a weekday. It is glorious. Mm. I'm used to, like, Saturday or Sunday, there's thousands of people in the store. You're annoyed. Yeah. I I spent probably pushing an hour, though, in Target today. I was going up and down aisles that I don't need anything there. <laughs> but uh, so I ended up in the toy aisles, mm-hmm. and I found some cool stuff that I was wait, like, wait, I'm going to get I'm these. sorry. Before you got to the toy aisles, yeah. what were some of these things you were looking at that you don't need besides the- I went through the home section. I don't go through the home section of Home Target. section. So is that like- um, there's Rugs like, for the bathroom. Yeah, like furniture, bathroom mm. stuff. I didn't need any of it, yeah. but I was like, there's no one here. I should scope out these other sections. You know why you don't need that? It's because you're a guy. A guy would never buy the plastic cover that goes over the tissues. Yeah. The tissue box. Oh, that's such- The well, tissue box stands on its own. It, it, it Right. It's funk. It is, it, it is its own product. Yep. There's no need uh, for a teepee over top of your-, your uh, <laughs> issues that's right uh but so i ended up in the toy aisles i'm not By surprised way, it, 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 nobody should be surprised that mike page found himself nobody should this is creepy though grown no, ass man okay. in the toy section in the middle of the day after school it wasn't after school oh so the the, the really was, young this was ones 11 who aren't even allowed to go to school yet this was 11 45 right. in the morning so i'm in the toy aisle this is great there's a grown man with his son kids like probably eight Security should have been in school. This guy should have been in school. Security. So the, this dad is telling his son to pick out his toy. The dad is more excited about the toy that the kid picks out. We have a pedophile in aisle 17. Why do you keep doing that? It's just weird that you're... No, it's not. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Everybody loves toys. <laughs> so the, this dad is super excited about the toy that his son picked up. And he's like, oh, look at this. It's got this. It's got that. It's got, this is amazing. And it was some like Power Rangers thing. Like, get the, over it, nerd. This is Chris Hansen talking? No. Okay. So, God, he came up again. He comes up every I week. Know. He it, comes up every week. Yep. We have a Chris Hansen obsession. I know. So the guy is super excited about this dumb Power Rangers toy. His his kid was like, okay, this is the one I want. He goes, you're sure this is the toy you want? And his son was like, yeah. So the dad puts it in the cart. His son starts to like turn to walk away. Yeah. And he goes, "Okay, dad." And his his dad goes, "Well, hold on." And his son goes, "I'm yeah, but I'm I'm done in this aisle." And his dad goes, "Well, you might be done, but I'm not." <laughs> his dad's like checking out all the toys. How but, old is he? Uh, this guy was probably like probably like 35 or so. Okay. Um, so anyway, I ended up in in the toy aisles scoping through things, and I was like, "We need these for the studio. I was like, I'm going to get some cool toys for the studio because we have the little uh, Mr. Rogers pop figure that I was given, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, we need And some- we have the comfort bird that you made. Yeah. So I'm like, we need more cool stuff for the studio. So Certainly. I found Peter Venkman <gasps> from Ghostbusters. Awesome. Need to have it. Okay. Now the rule is you don't take it out of the box, right? If you want to be a total geek. If you want to be a total geek. Or do we play with them? And then, see, that's what I was going to bring up. Then I found this. Now, I love, I know you absolutely love Back to the Future. One of them, well, yeah. Oh! They had the Marty McFly ones, too. So here's the thing. Doc Brown here Mm. was $30. Kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But you'll notice you can swap out his head. You can change his hands. He comes with a wrench and the goggles. That is Uh, amazing. So I was like... I don't care that it's $30. I'm getting this for the studio. Mm-hmm. 
Then I that one was twenty five, also a bit pricey for what it is. But I said I don't care. I'm getting it. Now, as I was leaving Target, I thought, now we have a real dilemma. Do we keep them in the box or do we play with them? And <laughs> you brought that up as I'm showing you the first toy. What what's your take? I kind of feel like we should take them out, right? Yeah, this is this is a great example of where you and I differ dramatically. Okay. Like um By the way, Kathy's not here. Yeah. And here's two grown men talking about whether or not to play with toys well, or preserve them for the collectible Well, here's factor. the thing. I think it's one grown man talking about it. I, <laughs> I because I am not a toys guy. I wouldn't hmm. You spent $55 for the studio, yeah. I figured I'd turn in my receipts later on. It's fine. Yeah, I think we can get it out of petty cash. And we also need to negotiate your mileage since you're driving from Salem yeah, all the way out here. It's a lot of miles. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that next year. 88, 88 miles round trip every time. And what is it, like 40? 80, 80, when this baby hits 88 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do with these, Mike. You bought well, so toys. What, but you, you were bringing this up, too. Do we keep them in the box or do we play with them? What's your vote? I would say we keep them in the box. I'm not in love with them, man. What? Yeah. I don't know. Are you offended? What about this one? Dude, I, I have no idea what it's I would- It's Doc Brown. What do you do it's with Back it? Back to the Future. What do you do with it? I don't know. What do we do with Mr. Rogers? He just sits there. I can't believe you're you're so- I, I saw the Back to the Future one, and I was like, oh, we're getting this. I thought you were going to be so excited about this. Aren't these microphones enough to play with? Like, now we have to, like, come up with a, I a, guess. a I plot line for Peter Venkman joining forces with Doc Brown? Well, anyway, you can continue the show. I'm going to take Peter Venkman out of the box. I think that we should play with it once, put it back in the box. <laughs> and return it. <laughs> no, and his attic. And see what we can get for it? Yeah. One Doc Brown figurine played <laughs> with once on Small Town Scuttlebutt. Yeah, like new condition, missing goggles. Yep, $20. Let's see what happens. Oh, and then we get the phone calls? Yeah. Then we get the phone calls and we can play the phone calls? Yes. And you know there's going to be people that are going to be like, dude, is that thing still available? <laughs> dude, dude, it's okay that it took out, you took it out of the box. I just need this for parts. You know, <laughs> I'm making up my own Ghostbuster. Is, is this considered a collectible or an action figure? When I, I was know. a kid, you played with your G.I. Joes and your He-Man and your Star Wars. You didn't play Ghostbusters. You didn't now, play Back to the That's not true. My favorite, I was just going to ask you what your favorite toy was growing up. My favorite toy that I had growing up was the Ghostbusters Ecto-1. I loved that thing. Cool. My parents got rid of it. Dude, I we do this. We realize that we're still in the open. Yes. What's your point? Let's move on. Rick, last week you talked about, what was it, couch, couch to 5K? You wanted to do a uh, small town scuttlebutt 5K. How's that going? Have you done a thing yet or not Not so much? How's that training? You, you know, you're, I notice you're drinking a 16-ounce Red Bull over there. Down from the 20 ounces that I typically get, so mm -hmm. there's some progress. You know what? I feel like, well, this was part of a larger conversation. You know, the the umbrella topic was bad habits created during quarantine, and I think that parlayed into just my overall health. I'm not feeling that healthy. I'm a little overweight. I'd like to lose 10 pounds, feel healthier, right? Sorry, are these, is the toy packaging too loud? What were these called? E Ectopacks? No. No. Yeah. Is it? I forget. Never mind. Show's awesome. I'm 
Just trying to free Peter Venkman from his 12 pounds of packaging here. Yeah, why do they have to stick him in there? You can't even put the ecto pack over Peter Venkman's shoulder. Oh, never mind. I figured it out. And then what are you going to do with it? I'm going to stand him up on the table. Okay. <laughs> and he's just going to wait. Next to Mr. Rogers. He's going to zap Mr. Rogers. He's going to take that trolley right out of his hands, put it in the ecto pack. Okay. And then, then we can continue with the podcast. Yeah, then... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. What were you we talking about? The 5K. How, how are you doing with that? Well, I haven't picked out a 5K yet, but I'm going to start running. I, um, I got, oh, I thought we were doing a five. I thought it was. I thought it was the scuttlebutt five k happening on June eleventh. Yeah, I, I thought it was like just the three of us. Kathy was going to drink five Chardonnays. Right. We're, yeah. Well, you, we're going to run. Yeah. I'm excited about running it June eleven. Kathy, how about Kathy's the week? Excited of, to cheer me on as I pass the finish line minutes ahead of you. You think you think it's minutes ahead, huh? Yeah. You I know, what I think I think we should do this on a closed course, like on a track. You got it. Because that's truly to, to eliminate hills. No, just to eliminate traffic and other things. Because we're not sure, sure, sure. running a yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to put a wager on this, Mike? Sure. Okay. What are you thinking? Um, how about a hundred dollars? Uh huh. To the winner's charity. You got it. Okay. What's your charity? Do you know offhand or no? I don't know yet. I will come up with one. How about you? Do you have a charity? Um, it'll probably be the Four Diamonds Fund at at uh, Penn State Hershey Medical Center. Mm -hmm. uh, they they raise money for kids with cancer. Well, they don't raise money for for the kids, uh, but they raise money for cancer research. Any family that has a child with cancer, all of the medical fees are taken care of, so that the family can spend time with their kids and not have to worry about work and all that. Mike, could you um, talk about childhood cancer in just even a more depressing? Way? I apologize. Jesus. How would you like me to talk about it? You're like one octave away from sounding like uh, Sarah McLachlan doing those wow. ASCP, AS, you know where they kill your pet? SPCA? Yeah, them. You sound like one of those. Well, that's what I'm going for. So. Adopted cat ants. Yep. Now I want you to win. <laughs> I mean, if your charity is to help fight, you know, childhood <laughs> cancer, like I'm going to throw what's, this race. What's your charity? Oh no 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 no! You you can't pull I'm, that. I might you make can't it the pull same the, charity. Oh, I let you win so I could pay for your charity. You know what? I'm gonna make it the same charity. I like that charity, Mike. Well, good. That's why I danced. So, did a 48 hour dance marathon because I thought it was worth it. Okay, so that is a great charity. Say it again. The Four Diamonds Fund in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Okay, so the Four Diamonds uh, Fund, which you've been to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Yeah, loved you, it. You stayed at the uh, Nyack Motor Lodge. <laughs> 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 Only 316 miles away, but, you know, if you got through traffic early in the morning, you're you're on the coasters by 2 in the afternoon. Yeah, <clears throat> after you checked into your Hershey Hotel. The Hershey Hotel. That <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Mike, I'm going to um, put aside the action figures if you don't. I'm going to take that out. Mike. Yes. Mike, hand over. Thank you. Okay. Peter Venkman can sit over here. We're going to now grab the Ushanka hat full of topics for the week. You ready to do this? Uh, I am, yeah. First topic is social media purge. And that comes with an exclamation point. Oh. oh yeah, Michael. You know what I did this week? 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say you got rid of social media. That's not true. You didn't get rid of social media. What did you do this week? I removed myself from every single social media group in this town. No, sir. I did an audit. I went through all these. Reason being, I was getting sick of seeing people on my computer. Mm, like the same people, you mean? Yeah, like, let's say, for example, I'm seeing this person show up telling me, put the school here, don't put the school there, or vote for this person, don't vote for that person, or people telling me how to get woke, and I'm just sick of it. The show, we were, like, going to take our frustrations from it and find comedy in it. I realized that this show is too big for that. As we talk about small towns all over the place, I get to focus on that. Instead of getting into it with people that you don't agree with, I give you props for just saying, I'm not interested in this and getting out of it. Yeah, I guess what I want to say is- I wish more people would do that. You know, I never gave it any respect. <laughs> Maybe I know things that most people don't know, but when I look at our town's social media sites, I understand the intentions and, and that they're good, but I understand how- human nature works. The algorithm of Facebook created by the autistic devil is, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is just created to make you a to be clear, miserable. He's, he's not the devil because he's autistic. He's the devil because he created Facebook. Yeah. And he just happens to also be autistic. Okay. Which was important to mention. Well because, then continue. So when I see people in my town trying to conduct honest discussion on a platform that's designed to foster conflict, you know, yeah. empower anger and disagreement and suppress and hide the, the good stuff and make that less popular. I've never taken Facebook seriously. I've, I've mocked it. I've ridiculed it. I can't even care about it anymore. The most interesting thing to gonna... me in that social dilemma program was how they talked about there's only two industries that refer to their customers as users. Yeah. And it's software and computer stuff and drugs. Yeah, that's a good point. And, the, and they were just talking about how it's a parallel of like, yep. Absolutely. Anyone that hasn't coming back. Anyone who hasn't seen the social dilemma, you have to. Yeah. Well, to. I don't know about that. I mean, I we just I think it's a well, we just highlighted the the highlight right there. That that was it. Yeah. Okay. And the whole point is it's a drug. Period. There's there's your summary. I just saved you an hour of your life that you're not going to get back. Mhm. Mm uh, cuz it's weird that they try to make it almost a documentary. Well, it is a doc it it is kind of a documentary, but then they have like actors yeah. And it's 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 set up in a weird way. It's a docudrama. I think that's the is it? correct genre. Is that what um, that is? Genre. Yeah. If you're in a film. Well, so anyway, do you want to know what happened in my Facebook group this week? Because I'm still on the Medfield Hampton gang. And, uh, is it improving? A woman asked, I was wondering about bologna sandwiches and chips my mom had for lunch. If a Hampton thing and was looking at answers, now it's gone. Immediately, just a slew of comments. 105 comments. Rick, yeah. we can't get this kind of interaction no matter what we do. We mm -hmm. need to be posting about bologna sandwiches. I think we well, need. Well, not we. You're off of Facebook. I need yeah. to be posting about bologna sandwiches and chips. Yep. Anyway, I'm also now in a group called uh, Alabama Paranormal or something. Wow. Just because I, I saw it and I was like, I Googled, I, I searched on Facebook Alabama to find some groups because I was like, this is going to be good. Mm -hmm. And I found a group called Alabama Paranormal. And it is, it's weird. It's very weird. Um, it's like the same guy posts all, all the stuff is the same guy just over and over being like, how about this? Who's interested in this? What's, what do you guys see in this photo? I, I think it's a ghost. What do you see? There's a smudge in, mm -hmm. in like the far 
upper right of the photo or whatever, and they'll be like, oh, it's a an orb. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Yeah. And it, it you know, they're nothing. Kind of like this story. Yeah. This is where Kathy bails us out of a dead end story. Yeah. All right, next topic, gardening. It's May. April showers, bring May flowers. It's the middle of May. All right, my yard looks nice. I've got tulips. The daffodils have been already cut back. Those have cycled through. Yeah, I just started making a, a garden. Like a couple of weeks ago, I went out. We have like this cliff thing behind us where you like the backside of our condo, we're basically just fo- facing boulders. Mm-hmm. That's great for gardening. Oh, it's great. Yep. So um, I went out a couple of weeks ago and at the base of these boulders, I started digging out a, an area for a garden. Allie comes out and she's like, what are you, what are you doing? I go, oh, I'm just starting the garden. She's like, why are you making a garden? I said, well, last year. During- oh, listen to this. All the questioning. Last year. During- You're not even married yet. You can't even go make a garden without so I was like, remember- checking in. I go, remember last year you, you wanted a, you wanted a, a garden, but we were both super busy during quarantine, so it never happened. I was like, I'm, I'm making it happen now. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, you don't have to do that. And I was like, well, I already started digging, so now it's happening. Last weekend, I got like a bunch of rocks set out for a retaining wall, dumped in all the topsoil behind it. We went and got plants last weekend. You reclaimed these rocks. These yes. are rocks that yep. you dug up. Yeah, well, Allie's been making fun of me because I will... Now we're like walking the dogs. I'll see a good rock like down mm-hmm. the road mm-hmm. that's just sitting there. Yeah. And like big rocks. Yep. And I'm carrying them back with us as we're walking the dogs. And she's like, get a life. What do mm. you, why, you, you don't need that rock. And I'm like, this is a good one. I'll meet you in the middle. What you do is you take that rock, you put it on the side of the road, you know, just off the curb or something. And then you pick it up. And in then your you car. get in your car and you go back and like Pac Man that shit. No. Womp, 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 womp. Bling, bling. This is why I'm going to smoke womp, 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 you at the 5K, bling, Rick, bling. Womp, because womp, womp. because you would rather drive your car to do it than get the exercise. Hmm. Yeah, it's more like a shuttle relay because what you're doing is you're just carrying a rock. I am running to the rock, then I'm running to the car. Oh, now you're running. I'm, well, yeah. You're running these rocks, but you're driving. So what did you want to say about your stupid garden? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I <clears throat> yesterday I just planted like a slew of things. I don't even remember what all I planted. There's a clematis. There's a honeysuckle. There's um, an African iris. There's three plants that are, what is it, lupins? Lupine? Lupine. Lupine. I, those are beautiful. Planted three of those. When? Yesterday. Those are going to- Too soon? No. Well, I, those <laughs> are- Okay. In New Hampshire, there's a town called Sugar Hill, uh-huh. and it's- That's where the Sugar Hill gang is from. Yep. Yep. It's yeah. a very urban Most area. Most people don't know they're from New Hampshire. That's right. Yeah, but they are. Yep. Surprise. <laughs> it's almost in Vermont. It's past Franconia Notch and where the old man of the mountain used to be. Sure. Every June, first week of June, they have the Lupine Festival, and just fields of purple, pink, and white. I'm waiting for you to use a word like exquisite, and it's just exquisite. It's just- just so serene. Divine. Point of the story, one of my favorite flowers. Yeah. So wildflowers. So we've we've got like a slew of, of plants. And then today I was actually late. That coming. African thing, I don't think it's gonna make it. The African iris? It looks yeah. great. Yeah. Now it does. But that thing's gonna realize that it ain't in Africa and it's gonna shrivel up and die. I don't know if that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, then, and you have to talk to it, too. Yeah. In its native language. So I don't know what country it came from. If it's like from the interior, like is it from the Congo? I don't know. But anyway. Could be from Egypt. Like it if it's Northern be. Africa, do, yeah. you, do you speak Egyptian? It could be from Lesotho. I don't know. I have a friend that spent a couple of years in Lesotho in the Peace Corps, so oh, yeah. maybe she can speak yeah. to it. Yeah. I don't or, know. Uh, maybe it's from Burkina Faso? Maybe. 
Oh, there's a throwback to an early episode. Do you remember the capital of Burkina Faso? Um, it's fun to say. Uh, it's a good dog name. A Wagadougo. Oh, yeah. God. I was going to say it's not Djibouti because the capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. Everybody knows that. Well, we except, do now. Except for Rick. No, I just, uh, I just learned anyway, that. So, and I then, just learned that. And then I was late getting down here today. Because I can't wait to hear the end of this gardening story. Yeah, because I was building a uh, planter box to, uh, you know, straddle the, the rail of the, the patio. So I had to build that. Well, what happened and to then the I one got, you dug out with the rocks? Oh, that's like an in-the-ground garden. But How then big? we're doing, um, I don't know, maybe like 25 feet long and four feet deep. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then the, Not a raised uh, bed, though. I'm surprised. Being the woodworker you are. Get some rail ties. Eh, nah, some I've, four by fours. I Lift that thing up. You won't have to do any weeding. I don't like the, and the look bunnies of it. won't eat I don't like your the lettuce. Look of it. That's hmm? not true. We had a bunny on the deck the other night. No, but it, that's because it goes up the steps. You don't build steps to your raised garden bed. No, these these purpose. bunnies. Okay, the cliff that I was talking about behind us. The bunnies scale that cliff, and then they jump every off? night. Every no, they they come down it. What? They're like mountain goat bunnies. You've mm. never seen anything like, like it. an ibex, which an ibex is, bunny, which is great when you have a standard schnauzer that is a ratting dog and wants nothing more than to rip these bunnies apart. Let me tell you, every night about six o'clock, all the bunnies descend from the cliff. I swear, there's like a village of of rabbits up there. What are they doing up there? To I don't know. They live in some magical, uh, magical bunny realm, and they all descend the cliff every night at six p.m. to have their dinner. They leave. Rabbit turds everywhere. Cocoa everywhere. Puffs. Cocoa puffs, sure. Uh, Winston flips out. He hops up on the couch. He's looking out the window. He runs over to the slider. He's flipping out. He doesn't understand why Allie and I don't care about the bunnies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they and then they uh, scale the cliff again and and go back to their bunny realm. But anyway, so the uh, the so back to planter, the garden, Mike. The We're planter gonna... box is just going to be um, for like herbs and whatever. Now, this is where Kathy would ask. Mike... We made sure not to use. Pressure treated, because obviously that's expensive. No, no, it's you're just poisoning yourself if you're doing that. Sure. So you went with cedar. You went white cedar. You should have. I could have. Naturally insect resistant and also weatherproof. Yeah. Uh, what I did instead. If you didn't go with, if you didn't do cedar and you didn't do PT, then you went with Douglas fir. I did go with Douglas oh! fir. Now, can you tell me why I went with Douglas fir? It was cheaper. Right now, supplies are expensive. Exactly. Wow. Hey, if you if you want to work on your little small town abode, now is not the time. Now to is do it. not the time. Yeah. So I I was like, I'm gonna get some Douglas premium boards. I got two of those, and I was like, that's plenty for what I'm doing. Keep it relatively cheap, and uh, I'll just like polyurethane it and like put some kind of lining in it or whatever to to help it last a little bit longer. But mm. I was like, if this thing only lasts a year, that's fine. Yeah. But I didn't want to get like one, you know, those plastic ones. They looked like garbage. Sure. A year ago, if I said, Mike, what do you think three-quarter um, ply, plywood board would cost? You would I w- say? I would have been off substantially. I would have said 25% of the actual cost. Oh, for what it is now? Or for now, what it was then. Let me repeat the question exactly how I asked it, and then you can listen to how specific it was. Yeah, no, and then how it, dumb it was. Your it was, was very specific. I apologize. A year ago, how much do you think? See, this is what I talk about. We crap well, on each other. Well, here's the thing: I don't typically buy plywood. So no, 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 you don't. Question. Uh, but like the typical person, a gallon of milk. We all—that's a good benchmark question. But we're dudes. We're guys. You know, it's a bro show. 
Kathy's not here. Mike, a year ago, how much would you pay for a standard sheet of plywood? Twenty-five dollars. That's right. I was, I was going to say twenty-two to twenty-five. Yeah. Okay, and now it's seventy-five bucks. Yeah. Yep. It's I outrageous. The, I was at the hardware store the other day, and I, I wanted to check up on some things because we got to build these dog houses, and I'm just floored. I think they're milking this quarantine. You need to build dog houses plural. Mm-hmm. You only have one dog, two kids, and a front yard and a backyard. Oh. Do, do you think my kids can work together I'm on sorry. one project? Are the dog it, houses for Rex or for the kids? For Rex. Yeah. But you want the kids to build it, to have ownership of said dog. Each kid wants I get it. their own accomplished product. Last year we made a lemonade stand. Mm-hmm. Charlie wants to make a cookie stand. Sure. And I said, you just make a sign. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, we can do that. So you help him a he's lot. He's like, I'm on it. I'm on that. Okay, are we done with gardening? I mean, it's an ongoing project, but yeah, we can stop talking about it. Well, this is, it would be, I do, you know, I wish Kathy was here because this is where she would come in and say, Mike, I just need to ask you, where are you expecting to land? Was that a good impersonation? Wow. It's like she's in the room. Mike, where are you expecting to land on this story? I don't have a landing point. All right, next topic. We have, ooh, regional inconveniences. Inconveniences, Mike, like say you're out gardening and you get a scratchy throat, your eyes are watering, your nose is running. Ugh, those allergies are just too much. I, as an adult, just started getting allergies a couple of years ago. I thought I had a really? cold. Yeah, I thought I had a cold. My wife's like, no, I think you have allergies. Oh, because Rick had the sniffles. Remember when I got my Moderna shot and you were like, Mikey had the sniffles. Yeah, well, you really milked it, dude. Like, I didn't. Yeah. There's a difference between, you know, injecting yourself <laughs> with a trace amount of a virus uh-huh. that's caused a pandemic, which is your little thing. And uh-huh. then and you freaking in- tree pollen. And you ingesting some pollen. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Poor Ricky. It's really been rough. So let's talk about this. Regional inconveniences. I think the worst thing about living in New England, we live in Massachusetts. Uh-huh. And I want to point that out because we have people what, 20 plus countries? Yes. That but but download us and then right. subsequently give us a shot and listen to us. Sometimes they come back and listen for more. That's like true. Our, like our friend Carlos. Yes. In Brazil. Bom dia. So I started thinking everywhere you go in the world, there's got to be that inconvenience. Here in New England, it's the allergies and it's I would argue winter. it's more the, yeah, it's the, it's the nor'easters and, and the blizzards that, I, like, who cares about allergies? Allergies. It's a blip on the radar. Nope. The allergies are worse than the snowstorm, and I'll tell you why. Because a snowstorm doesn't inhibit my breathing or my sleep at night. It's just, I'm not going out. Or maybe I am, and I'm going to go play in it, mm-hmm. right, if that's your mindset. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've created recreational activities that can only occur if you have these said snowstorms. Mm-hmm. I have yet to find a fun thing to do with, with blowing allergies. my nose. Yeah, that's a tough one. Well, what what are the alternatives? Would you rather have to deal with like tornadoes? I mean, Mike, you and I could, you know, sit here and have a snot rocket distance shooting contest. You mean because Kathy's not here? Right. How far do you think Kathy could blast a snot rocket? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been into that. I don't understand people that just like I'm gonna call myself on that. That's a tangent yeah. we don't want to go down because right. you know what? Kathy's coming back next week 
And she's going to say, you know, guys, I heard the show. And I'm going to go with seven feet. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Seven feet. I can beat that. All right. So if you're enjoying your lunch, sorry for that yeah, inappropriate so Just to get back on, on task, what is the alternative that you would prefer? Because would you rather a tornado or would you rather allergies? Uh, well, both are predictable, but one is avoidable. When I hear... I'm getting down. I'm getting down in the bunker. I'm getting down in the underground little thing we built. To avoid the allergies. No, to avoid the tornado. Oh. The allergies are coming. There ain't no allergy alarm. But They you, just show up. Well, if you watch the, the- There's nowhere to go. If you watch the weather, a lot of times they'll do the, oh, and here's the tree pollen report for the day. It's going to be, we're in the orange today. Yeah. So it's going to yeah. be, you're going to want to- Avoid the outdoors if you can, and uh, you can see here, if you're in the New Hampshire area especially, by golly, it's going to be a doozy out there. Okay, so anyway, getting back to it, mm -hmm. you would prefer tornadoes yeah. because you can get underground. Yeah. Okay, but let's say you get underground in your bunker, Yep. tornado comes, destroys half of your house. Or trailer. Or trailer. Yep. Now you come out of your bunker, now what? I collect insurance and go buy a new trailer, and I move. Okay, so so in your scenario, I drive my house out of tornado alley. Of being in a better place, yeah. <laughs> you're then going to leave. You now you've lost everything, and now you're using this as your reset button to move someplace else. Yeah, because you realize that you aren't in a great place now. When you move, do you move someplace that has worse allergies? No, because we I every I. I already experienced the al we already know what allergies are like. Uh-huh. And in so this scenario, we've to... learned what tornado gets you. Yeah. And we got the insurance money for so... that new class C RV. Okay, where are you moving next? Well, we're gonna drive to earthquake country because those are only like nine seconds, ten seconds, and then it's done. Okay. And you know what? I've never heard of, heard of a trailer crumble to the ground because of some earthquake. Yeah. You got I think me it's because of the one. tires. Okay, but let's say you go out to earthquake country. Mm -hmm. But now you're driving. Let's just call it California. Yeah. But now you're driving to California, and right before you get stuck in a wildfire, and you're surrounded. The highway is surrounded by fire, Rick. Now what? Well, that's impossible. Videos? Fire science. Didn't you see the videos like a year or so ago where people were on the uh, what is it, the I five or whatever it is? Uh, you did that thing they do out west, the I five. Yeah. No, they just call it the five. Yeah. You know why I did that? Because I've never been to California. Oh. Because. I have zero interest in California. It's a beautiful period. state. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. However, everybody I know that has moved to California is like trying to become a new person. And they're like, oh, if I just move out to California, I, I shouldn't say everybody. I know two people that have moved there that are still normal people. Yeah. Uh, but it's like California is this magical escape place of like, I'm going to go be somebody else. I'm going to pretend to be somebody new. I, I, have, I, I, I don't have it in me for California as a state. I'm I'm over it. Interesting. I actually. But anyway, those videos last. There were people on the I five, as mm -hmm. they call it. Yeah. And uh, there's just giant fires all around them. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, one interesting thing in California, nobody parks under a. I mean, stops under a bridge. Why's that? Because the bridge can collapse at any minute. If there's a. Didn't you see in the night like 1989 when San Francisco when the. The Oakland Bridge just collapsed on itself. The upper yeah. deck fell on the lower yeah. deck. Was that Mi true, though? Like Al Michaels at, at Candlesticks Park. Folks, I think we're having an earth. 
Is that true though? Like people won't stop under the overpass? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh. I was uh, out in San Francisco visiting uh, my gay cousin Jim. And I have to say gay cousin Jim, kind of like you just don't say Mike, you have to say Mike Page. I thought you were going to say you have to say Fire Hydrant Mike. Fire Hydrant Mike Page. <laughs> like, nobody wants to get crushed by an earthquake. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about those things. Crushed by an earthquake? Well, crushed by the destruction. Is that like that caused by CBS the show Touched by an Angel? Or how about here's another um, Chris Hansen starring in that new two TV show, uh, Touched by an Uncle. I haven't heard about that one. Is this real? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Coming up next on CBS, Touched by an Uncle. I think he's I, he's got an exclusive with NBC. I think he meant NBC. Sure. Anyway, um, how about the desert, Mike? Is there any inconvenience in the desert? Scorpions. So I do a lot of backpacking. I was out in the desert. This As featured in Backpacker Magazine. Mm. Oh, August 2010. I'm sorry. Those, yeah. he, he was the centerfold, folks. Yeah. This is We've got a this, celebrity in studio. Uh, this is the grossest thing ever. Setting up our tent in uh, this place in the Sonoran Desert. That's basically everywhere. The where? Sonoran. Sonoran? Sonoran. So- Sonora. Saharan. And- the Saharan Desert? No, that's in Africa. Oh, where's the Sonoran Desert? Sonoran. Sonoran. Anywho, um, as I am preparing my tent, I am noticing pockmarks about the width of a golf ball all around the ground. I'm like, hey, Mike. My buddy's name is Mike. Mike, what are these holes? Those are tarantula holes. I think it's probably Sonora. Sonora. Because the Sonora Desert. In Spanish, it's the Desierto de Sonora. Mm-hmm. So it's probably Sonoran. Yeah. Anyway, that desert. Lots of tarantulas. That's disgusting. So that's wait, what, tarantulas, not scorpions. Yeah, I didn't have a scorpion story, but I would put those two animals in the same class. Yeah, I guess they're uh, equally from, disgusting. Yeah, Mike, gun your head. You have to hold a tarantula or a scorpion. Tarantula. Ugh, I don't know. I'm not worried about the tarantula. Ugh, ugh. Have you seen its eyeballs and its mouth parts? Yeah, they're weird. But... Yeah, it's hairy. Yeah, and it moves. But so at the same slowly. time, like. Mice are hairy. Guinea pigs are hairy. It's a sparse. Hamsters are hairy, and people think those are. I mean, I don't like. It's not like I look at a tarantula and I'm like, oh, that's cute. I have friends that they'll they'll find like a couple times a month they'll find scorpions in their living room. Like, I'm sorry, what? You have children and you've got scorpions in? Yeah. yeah. Nope. Yep. Hard no for me. Oh yeah. Nope. Right. Oh, just watch out for the scorpions down there, kids. Yeah, I'll I'll take the seasonal allergies and the blizzards. Another place. In the country that people love to go to, but whoa, every April vacation or February break, everyone shows their pictures of them on vacation at grandma and grandpa's house in Florida. Yes. And that picture usually entails your friends and their kids in a pool encased by a cage to keep gnats with three foot wingspans from getting in and attacking you during your swimming excursion. I think it's to keep- kind of kills the landscape. No, I think it's to keep the pelicans out of your pool. Is that what it's for? Probably. No, I think it's netting really to keep, I think it's an insect thing. Oh, maybe. You think you think with all the water in Florida, the pelicans are coming to your pool? Well, I don't know. I mean, when I'm in Florida, I'm usually along the coast, and I don't associate Florida with bugs. Mike, Mike, you got to stop because your geography is off tonight. You're uh, talking about the Sahara Desert, having no idea where that is. That's you should know your deserts. I was Mike, joking. You kept saying Mike. You're 37. You should you know were your deserts. Sanarin. You should know your deserts. Okay. Are you picturing? Did you not like, know that Florida basically is a swamp surrounded by three sides of water? Yes, I did. However, if you're right along the it's coast, basically bug habitat uh-huh. surrounded by right, but shark attack three foot water. wingspan bugs though that's not happening. Yes, absolutely it is. No, 
You want to make it four? Well, I mean, if you're, conservative? In, if you're in the Everglades, sure. Let me ask you, have you seen an alligator? I while, have seen an alligator. Did you see an alligator just hanging out? Yes. While you were in Florida? Yeah. Okay, then you saw a real Florida. All right, well, let's move on. I'll tell you what, New England, you can complain all you want about New England. I think we've got it pretty great. Like, of all the things that we can complain about, look everywhere else. Yeah. The grass is not greener. All right, Mike, so we're doing these ads like we always do. Everyone has the choice to just skip ahead or to keep listening. And I think we need to put some effort into the content of our ads. To They've already skipped ahead. How do you know? I, I would have. I think now that we're talking about it, they're like, you know what? I was going to skip ahead because I don't need to hear about Mario's lawn care again. Yeah. And how great the curb appeal will be on my house. And he really likes... See, you know that they're not skipping ahead because you're still talking. Well, yeah. Why would you skip this? I skip ads if I'm listening to like Conan. Yeah, but we're, we're trying to be anti-skipper. Mario's Lawn Care. All right, and by ParkStreetBooks.com. Yeah, this brick and mortar shop is is able to cater to you wherever you are because they are online. Big achievement for Park Street Books. Been around for a while. Now they got internet store. You could be in Omaha, Nebraska. You could be in the swamps of Florida. You could be in Seattle, Washington. You could be in the frying hot Sonora Desert. Nailed it. You could be in uh, San Francisco dealing with earthquakes. You could be up in Seattle with the rain. I already said that. Oh, you can't go back to the same place twice? Well, I mean... I like Seattle. Yeah. I went back. And while I was there, Mike, yeah, I logged back on to ParkStreetBooks.com. That's right. I'm getting tired. All right. Yeah, I feel like it's time to wrap it up. I still got to drive back to Salem. Um, listeners, we would love it if you would subscribe Uh to the podcast, which you probably already do, but if you don't, don't forget to hit subscribe so you get it every week. Uh, also, please share with a, with your friends, uh, not just one. Share it with all your friends. Post it on Facebook where you'd be sharing it with people that you're not even really f friends with. You just pretend to be. I've got a lot of those. That way, you can tell everybody how much you love Scuttlebutt. Maybe you're telling everybody how much you hate Scuttlebutt. That's fine, too. Uh, you know what? If someone said, that, oh, you got to listen to that podcast, it's... Oh my god, I hate these guys. They're so full of themselves. They think they're funny. Blah blah blah. I'd be like, wait a minute. You yeah. had me at they think they're funny. Nothing's better than just seeing a train wreck, right? right. If it, if if we are your train wreck, if that's what entertains you, then okay. Yeah. Laugh with us or laugh at us. We don't care. But either way, tell your friends. Yeah. And so here's what we're gonna do. I think we should run a small contest. If you post about I'm already beating you in this road race, Mike. It's settled and we're No, this is a separate one. Another if contest. If you post about our show on Facebook or Instagram and try to get listeners to find us, we're going to pick somebody that has done this. So if, if you post on Facebook or Instagram, whatever, to to bring more listeners to Scuttlebutt, we will pick one person that has done this uh, next week, and we will give that person a full minute of scuttlebutt time to rant about whatever they want. Wowie. Maybe, uninterrupted. Right, uninterrupted. You and I cannot. Yes, just go to town. You earned it. it you earned a Maybe one you minute. you want to talk about um, how you can't believe we opened the Peter Venkman toy tonight and how it should have been kept in its collectible case. Wait, wait, wait. You're inviting someone to win this contest so they can come on to our show and for one minute just dump on our I'm just, show? Yeah, I'm just giving an example. That would be actually good. Or whatever you want to rant about, the, the microphone is all yours. We'll mm -hmm. give you a full minute, mm -hmm. and we won't say a word. But we get a rebuttal. Right, I mean, of course. I mean, after you... 
Yeah, if you're local and you want to come into the studio, come in prepared. You'll get a hot mic for one minute. Yep. I'll um, if you trip up or whatever, I can edit that for you. But if you're Carlos from Brazil, if if you're from wherever, you can always just send us a, a voice memo. Yes. A one or one minute voice memo. Um. Yeah, so that's our new little contest. Uh, if you would like to get on the scuttlebutt, I love it. We're interacting with our listeners. Yeah, it's incentivizing. And also, you can don't forget you can leave a review on podcasts if you really like it or really hate it. Yeah. You can leave a review and let other people know what you think of it. We've been sitting on um, twenty Apple reviews for a couple months now. Yeah, so if because you, we're not really making the ask, we're not saying go to Apple Podcasts. Yeah, there. Yeah. If you, you leave will a positive... have the opportunity to leave a review. Don't just say four stars or five stars or whatever. Say, this show is great because Rick is so handsome. Well, that comes through very well in the audio format as well. Um, you posting a positive review helps people find our show. It, it doesn't makes... have to be positive. Yeah, I know. But if they leave a positive review, it yeah. it you know how we were talking about the social dilemma before with the mm. algorithms and all. Yeah. If they leave a positive review, it makes our podcast show up sooner okay. in the algorithm. Okay. If they leave a negative one, it's not really helping us much. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, Kathy, who is not here tonight, has a show coming up. She will be in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire on May 26th at 7.30 and a 9.30 show with Shane Torres. Shane Torres. Yes. He, Comedy Central guy. Yep, he's been on Comedy Central. He's been on Conan. Yeah. Um, and Kathy is going to be featured um, in this show. So there's Nick Lavallee, Kathy Ferris, Shane Torres. Lavallee? Sure. Yes. You LaValle. sound like you sound like a a comedy show host where you just screw up people's names and credits. Yeah, that's me. May twenty sixth, seven thirty and nine thirty. Tickets are on sale at brownpapertickets.com, and it's Comedy Night at the Shaskeen Pub. That's right on Elm Street. That's a good pub. I used to live up in Manch, Vegas. That'll be a good good show. Should be. Of course. Kathy's, Kathy's featuring. Kathy's involved. I've got high hopes. Um. All right. So tonight we uh, played with some toys, and um, Rick made fun of me, and uh, it was a pretty good night, I would say. I We've got... Uh, we always Rick, try to... Can you do your impression of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? I'm going to get a picture of Peter Venkman. Uh, yeah, he just kind of looked out. like... Yeah. All right, great. So that's uh, Rick's last go at looking at the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and presumably his 5K training. Oh, that's why you made me to... do that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be the um, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man much longer. I'm going to be the Stay Buffed Marshmallow Man. Yeah, Stay Buffed. By Is... the way, last week I was laughing so hard. I So I don't even know how I missed this during the show. What? You said you, you want to be fit so that you look good naked in the mirror that that last little bit made me laugh so hard well if i said so it's, like it's not even that i want to look good naked in a school zone you oh, might get God. me in trouble no it's not even i want to look good naked in the produce section at the supermarket might get me you right know, so again on I'm, gonna, list. I'm gonna back up here what had me laughing is that you don't want to just look good yeah you don't just want to look good naked you don't want to look good naked for leslie you want to look good naked in the mirror. You're just doing this for you. You're, you want to look in the mirror and go, check me out. All the, right. Oh, this is where I slowly, right. where I slowly pot up the closing music and wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you've I been thinking was... about me naked in front of the mirror way too long. 
I was laughing every time it came up. Okay. It's the joke that just keeps on. Good night, everyone. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>